You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny. Man, it's Monday. We're recording this on January 11th, 2016. I, I'm Brian Kilby. With me, I have John DeLuna. And I have a hard time accepting that it's 2016. Accept it because uh, there's no going back. It's like, wow, this should be like the freaking future. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it feels like that for the first month of every year. Isn't that right? That you've vaulted into some alternate universe or uh, another dimension. It's like you're, you're out of time. You feel out of time for a good three, four weeks. Uh, yeah, at least. It's really, isn't it just because your mind's trying to wrap around typing 2016 instead of 2005? Thankfully, if you write 2015, it's easy to make that a six. That's true. Yes. I appreciate the um, the elementary school tactics. They're still valid for sure. Brian, I've got I've got some news for you. We're a little late to the party. Perhaps you've already tasted these, but they apparently have been hitting shelves in the last three weeks. Speaking of, they are the hot diggity dog Pringles. Have you heard about this? No, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it's hot dog flavored Pringles. Complete with mustard, a hint of mustard, bun, and uh, and dog. The hot diggity dog. Come in a pink can. It's an exclusive flavor as it promotes on the can, thank God. And uh, and they should be available now. Hot dog with a mustard finish is so, how they describe it. So a couple problems with this. One, it's Pringles. Okay. Uh, two, hot dog. Hot dog is a flavor that you usually want to avoid – your food tasting like unless it's a hot dog. Yeah, that's true. That's fi- that's fair. It's not um, uh, out of context. It's not the world's like best flavor. Like hot dogs are great if you want a hot dog, yeah. but if you want anything else, uh, hot dog tastes like ass. Mm. So, uh, well, there's probably ass in your hot dog. I was I was going to. Yep, you beat me to it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the uh, hot diggity dog uh, Pringles are exclusive to Walgreens. Fancy. Uh, but they only cost about two bucks. <clears throat> so you're going to have to work a little bit extra to get your hot diggity dog Pringles only at Walgreens. Uh, it's funny you mentioned like flavors that don't work outside of their natural habitat. What do you think of uh, pizza in that same vein? Like pizza flavored chips, pizza flavored things. Is, is pizza something that works or doesn't work out of context or out of, out of habitat? It only works with combos and I don't know why. Uh, I guess because as a kid, combos were introduced. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they were introduced, at least in my market. And um, they tasted like other things. And I was okay with that. So, mm. uh, but yeah, no, pizza Pizza is only good when it's pizza for the most part. What is like, what What do pizza combos taste like? Like what makes them pizza? Can you tell? They're all very pretzel-y. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically pretzel and some sort of fake cheese. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, mm. it's it's basically pretzel and some sort of flavored cheese, like nacho cheese or something. Yeah, okay, it's like a it's just a variation of cheese, basically, some kind of offshoot of cheese, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there are apparently two other um, limited edition Pringles out there in the market right now, along with Hot Diggity Dog. I can't say if these are exclusive to Walgreens as well, but <clears throat> Google it. Uh, lightly salted cheese. 
Apparently that's an exclusive flavor. Okay. And then chili cheese tortilla. So lightly salted cheese is <clears throat> if you uh, if you need an explanation, it's cheese with a hint of salt. And uh, chili cheese tortilla Pringles, they're described as corn, chili, and cheese seasoning. So what do you think about, is it Lay's that has all of these um, hippy-dippy, yes. uh, hipsterish sort of flavors? Yes. Um, they're all pretty terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess the I guess it's basically to get tweets and Facebook posts. Like that's the reason these flavors exists, but exist. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't get the tricked up flavors on chips. Chips are not like to me. Chips are not a vehicle for that kind of flavoring. I feel like chips are. Um, chips should be the. Maybe not bland, but they should be pretty straightforward uh, flavor flavoring. They should have straight uh, a straightforward flavor, and they're they're a vessel for other things. Yes, they were a physical vessel for something else. Yeah, I hey. think you're. Uh, I think I think if you're trying to like imbue everything into the chip, you're kind of missing the point. Yeah. Hey, uh, did we talk about – probably not since we're not a junk food show. Mm. <laughs> we, we turn into one sometimes. Yeah, segment one tonight is uh, junk food. So did you uh, get a, Did you try to win or did you get a chance to, to uh, participate in that Pepsi contest to win the Crystal Pepsi? No, I heard about it. Did you? I entered. I actually downloaded their app and everything to do it, but I, mm. didn't, I didn't go for it. Um, so I was checking eBay and Amazon today to see – because people who have won, who've, they've already received your stuff. Okay. Like a six pack of it's going for like a hundred fifty plus dollars. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. Uh, I like. I a, don't know. Like a friend of mine just bought a um just bought a bottle of whiskey for like three hundred bucks. <laughs> so I'm like, uh-huh. uh, you know, maybe I could justify a six pack of Crystal Pepsi for hundred fifty, but I'm not going to. Hey, I mean, everybody's got their vice or their thing. In the food world. So, I mean, I don't know. Go for it. It wasn't Surge at the height of its obscurity going for something like that on uh, Amazon and eBay? Well, on Amazon, funny you mentioned like, it. Before it came back. Yeah, before it came back. Uh, so, like right now, a 12-pack of 16-ounce cans uh, with Prime Pantry is $14, mm. which is totally reasonable since they're like a dollar a can at the gas station if you can't get it or <laughs> you don't have a car. Yes. $14, great deal. Uh, funny. The reason I was looking is because um, are you familiar with the energy drink brand Balls B A W L S? <laughs> no, tell me about it. Oh, it it was wildly popular back uh, ten years ago, like in the okay. gamer community. Oh, and huh. uh, Target carried it nationally, but it seems like they dropped it. And, huh. Like I developed a habit of it, and uh, I can't get like the uh, they call it Geek Beer. It's the Balls Energy Root Beer. And I keep checking mm. Amazon, hoping that the price of it drops to where I feel not stupid paying, you know, forty dollars. I don't want to pay forty dollars for a twelve pack, considering it's a tiny little bottle. But like a twenty four pack is a sixteen ounce cans. Uh, it's like forty eight bucks plus twenty dollars shipping. Like I'm not going to do that, hmm. but I'm tempted. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. I don't judge you either. It's um, it's good. I guess if I man. had uh, fries or whoever it is that actually sells it, I I mm-hmm. could go, but I don't. I have uh, I have forgotten what the vast majority of these retro vintage sodas taste like. 
because I haven't drink I haven't had them since they were in their uh, prime, I guess. So I can't remember what Crystal Pepsi ch- tastes like. I can't remember remember what Surge tastes like. Uh, enlighten me. Do you re- do you recall? Surge is okay. I mean, Surge is basically um, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, it's a citrusy drink. Yeah, it was their answer to Mountain Dew, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, there are local stores which carry this. I'm, I'm just I just did a quick Google search. Can't uh, help yourself. I can. Yeah, it's like an hour away. <laughs> what a trek to uh, to Mecca, so to speak. Yeah. What, what about Crystal Pepsi? Was it just? It was it basically Pepsi in flavor? Like I know I'll get corrections. I get corrections on everything, but um, it uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was basically just Pepsi without the uh, coloring. Yeah, without the dye. I think so. If I remember yeah. correctly. Interesting. Like, Interesting. I barely remember drinking it, but the the thing that's most vivid is I open up a. Uh, I think a two liter of it, and it basically erupted. <laughs> I don't know why I want to relive that, but I think when Crystal Pepsi came out, I was I was a little too young to be into food as a, as a novelty. Like like it kind of came and went in my world, and I didn't quite get it like I do now, or even probably like five years after that. Because when you're a kid, like food is food. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's like changed now. It probably has changed a little bit since pop culture like seeps into your brain so much sooner now, as a human. But uh, when I was growing up, uh, Crystal Pepsi, it was novel and it was interesting. But uh, I was too young to get it. So I, I also, by that same thought, don't have quite the nostalgia that I think some people do. I, I think it came out what in the early '90s. So I was like 12. You would have been what, like nine? Uh, not that young. I mean, I'm, I'm a couple. I'm only a couple years younger than you, but still, like in that age range, that can yeah. make a big difference. That's that's absolutely true. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Brian, I have some shocking news for you. Uh oh. The FDA is banning certain pizza boxes because those pizza boxes may cause serious health problems. Three substances are being banned by the FDA, and this went into cardboard. A, this went into effect more or less. This went into effect uh, this year. Uh, I believe it went into effect January 4th, first Monday of the year. So specifically, uh, the waxy pizza boxes that are designed to prevent grease and water from soaking into them. The, uh, the substances that are being banned are <clears> – <throat> let me try to uh, pronounce this – perfluoral alkyl ethyl – and two related substances. Those are all, uh, all three relate to the waxy pizza box styles that I said. Prevent grease and water from soaking in. These chemicals are said to increase health problems and increase the risk of cancer as they can stay in the body for years. Common household items like wax pastry bags and microwave popcorn bags may oh. also contain oh, wow. the substances. Uh-oh. Numerous health groups filed a peti- petition against the chemicals leading to this ban, which again took effect this year. Very interesting. So if your pizza box is waxy, don't eat that pizza. Holy crap. Call somebody else. Um, and then I guess uh, get, ready for the, uh, get ready for the run on popcorn bags if they start banning popcorn bags because they give you cancer. What doesn't give you cancer, Brian, at this point? Basically anything can give you cancer if you consume enough of it. Indeed, 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 indeed. But uh, interesting little tidbit there. Uh, by the way, as a follow-up to last week, speaking of that, I, uh, I tweeted from, uh, from our Get the Skinny uh, Twitter um, handle 
a picture of an old school Little Caesars box oh, yeah, sled, pizza sled, I yeah. guess. They did exist. They did happen. We have photographic evidence that at one point back in the 80s, Little Caesars would give you your two pizzas when it's always free side by side on a giant sled of cardboard as unwieldy and impractical as that is. That's how they did it. That's it, yeah. Weird. It's weird. It's very, um, it strikes me as very eighties packaging. Like back, like this was probably in the same, uh, uh this is probably a, con- a contemporary of McDonald's, uh, hot and cold, uh, burger in the two, like the, um, the segmented styrofoam box. What was I, that called? I only re- vaguely remember that. It was with the uh, the vegetables that were – it keeps the vegetables cool and your patty hot. Um, let's see here. And then also around that same time, that was also like when – well, it was basically when everything came in a styrofoam box at McDonald's, including the, uh, the uh, chicken nuggets as I remember. And uh, back in the day, chicken nuggets were nasty. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if they've gotten better, but there used to be like – Three dark meat chicken nuggets to every one white meat chicken nugget. <laughs> They're all white meat now. Yes. Uh, so uh, since we talk about wrestling a little bit, uh, yeah. uh, Ricky Steamboat, who is, of course, uh, a legend, um, he, I was listening to a Ric Flair's podcast, and he was recounting how what, basically what Ricky Steamboat used to eat when okay. uh, when he was working toward being um, – uh, working uh, to um, – Prepare for the Mr. North Carolina uh, bodybuilding tournament. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> after a match, he would eat one chicken nugget from McDonald's. After the match? Yeah, that was what he would eat. And he would go work out, yeah. What? Yeah. How did he not die? I don't know. It sounds like he was malnourished, but wow, he could no bench kidding. like 400 pounds. I was going to say, like, how could he even like support just that muscle mass? I know. With zero calories. Uh, by the way, it was the McDLT. That was the um, gotcha. The McDonald's uh, burger that w- came in a two-section box. Again, what's with this side-by-side stuff? So the uh, apparently the McDLT came in a, a styrofoam box, which was basically two, like like two uh, two. It looks like the uh, conjoined twins uh, of uh, two styrofoam burger boxes that they're they're grafted together, and so sitting side by side, uh, one section is for the hot patty and a bottom bun and the other side is the less tomato and the top bun um i'm looking at an old school ad and it says uh, it's the tastiest way to enjoy delicious cool lettuce cool is underlined tomatoes and cheese with a hot hot is underlined what does that say about our society at the time quarter that pound we, that beef we care? patty i don't well hmm that's an interesting question like is this uh is this some kind of, was that some kind of like um half-hearted attempt at convincing people that uh, McDonald's had fresh vegetables, like the idea that they were cold and protected in their own section uh, implies that they care about like the freshness of their uh, lettuce and tomato, which they clearly didn't, still don't probably. I mean, I, I'm not sure how much they care. I'm sure McDonald's cares and we would love them as a sponsor. Oh yeah. But, uh, McDonald's. Yes. But back in the day, I mean, is this some kind of like, uh, we're trying this without being overt, the, uh, just to try and imply that we're taking care of our vegetables. I'm not sure. Yeah, no idea. I have no idea either. Uh, that's not, that doesn't even factor into my enjoyment of a hamburger is is whether or not the vegetables are cold. Do you take your hamburger with vegetables? Yeah, of course. 
do you care about the temperature? Like, do you require the whatever vegetables you have on it to be noticeably colder than the than the meat and, and or cheese? I mean, like, it is a nice to have. Like, if I just assemble the burger right before I eat it, I I want that. Mm-hmm. But if the burger's been setting for a couple of minutes, uh, and the you know the tomato and uh, onions and lettuce and everything were uh, placed on like right after you know it was cooked. I can live with that, but I mean, like that juxtaposition between hot and cold is nice. But I can certainly, I certainly don't have to have some sort of artificial construct, you know, created to to enable that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It only makes sense that you're right. Like after some point, like it all is going to be warm, yeah. right? It's, so it's all, all going to be my body temperature after it's in my stomach. Ah, so. uh, yes, uh, disturbing imagery. Yeah. But uh, by the way, the Mac DLT was a buck ninety five. What a steal. <clears throat> what a deal. Brian, away from food talk, uh, another thing that we hinted about last week was kind of getting back to goals and getting back to talking yeah. about uh, fixed fitness, kind of mixing in fitness and goals and uh, working towards something. And so uh, before time gets away from us, I do want to mention a workout uh, tip uh, for everybody who's listening out there who may be interested in cross, CrossFit style workouts, interval style workouts. But they don't want to throw their back out. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They don't want to needlessly sign up for a membership to a CrossFit box and hate it. So here is a really quick um, uh, workout that you can work into your uh, your gym routine or your regular kind of workout routine. You can do this at the end of your standard workout. You can do this by itself if you really want to just kind of test it out and be fresh. Uh, you can do it however you want. You can scale it too big time. So – um, it is just a, a little uh, circuit of uh, fairly low impact movements <clears throat> that you can give it give it a try. Should only take you tops if you do the whole workout unscaled. Should only take you fifteen minutes, maybe twenty minutes tops at the most. Mm-hmm. So so it's not not crazy. So what you need is uh, if you're going to do the if you're going to do it unscaled, uh, two dumbbells. And either a rowing machine or a treadmill or an elliptical or a bike, some cardio equipment of your choice. I prefer a rowing machine just because you can get on and off a rowing machine pretty quickly yeah. without losing your, uh, your momentum <clears throat> or your, uh, your sweat. Uh, but uh, all you need is uh, two dumbbells, a cardio machine, yourself. And you're going to have to um, – you're going to have to – play around with the weight for the dumbbells. At first, I would go extremely light. I, I would definitely err on the light side because you don't want to go, go too heavy because you're going to do this rotation up to five times. And by the fifth time, uh, a very lightweight is going to feel very heavy. So uh, all it is is the full workout is <clears throat> using uh, dumbbells or a kettlebell, a kettlebell if you have mm-hmm. one, but dumbbell, is uh, 15 uh, dumbbell squats, so okay. you take your du- yeah. you take your dumbbell, you hold it with two hands, right? One dumbbell. One dumbbell. Okay. So the easiest way, obviously, uh, the way to hold a kettlebell a kettlebell is obvious, but yeah. uh, uh, it's a very similar way. If uh, if you take a dumbbell <clears throat> in one on uh, one hand, you hold it up to your face, and basically what you're going to do is you're going to cup it with your uh, your two palms. Um, uh, on each side of the uh, the top. So if the dumbbell, if you're holding the dumbbell uh, vertically, front of your face, 
uh, all you do is you move your hands underneath that top weight of the dumbbell and you cup it with your palms. Yeah. Um, and that way it's, uh, it's evenly balanced between, uh, your body, your center of gravity and, uh, your two hands should be, uh, distributing the weight pretty equally. And you do 15 squats like that, keeping the dumbbell close to your face. You don't want it too far out in front of you or it'll mess up your balance. So you do 15 dumbbell squats. Then you do 15 pushups. And the reason why I, I, uh, would suggest like another dumbbell of equal weight is sometimes depending on the surface that you're on, sometimes it's easier to do push-ups using the dumbbells, putting your hands on the dumbbells and using the dumbbells as uh, a way to push off. So your hands aren't on the ground. Your hands are, you're holding onto the dumbbells, which are on the ground. You're using those to. By the handle, uh, not by, by the handle, okay, by yeah. the handle. Yeah, yep, yeah. Doing your push-ups. <clears throat> sometimes that can be easier if you're say like on carpet or some kind of oh, yeah. uh, uh, surface that gives in the gym. So 15 squats, 15 push-ups, and then row for 500 meters, uh, and then repeat. So that's repeat five times. So 15 squats, 15 push-ups, row for 500 meters, what, what or, if, or lightly jog for 400 meters, which is a quarter of a mile. Like, what if you are trying to do this, though, like in, uh, like, your basement? Like, I know you, you mentioned an exercise bike, so mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. you still go f- – 400 500 meters or what would you aim for with that so on a bike you would uh at least double that just because you're going to go obviously a great distance a lot faster with a lot less effort relatively speaking if you're on a bike so that's a lot different than running um another thing you can do for cardio too is uh you can do uh one or two minutes uh straight of uh rope skipping some people like that so that becomes a a time thing not a distance thing uh uh, just uh, one minute on or two minutes on, and then uh, go to the next movement. Uh, but as an example of scaling that, so you might say, well, that's a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know if I can make it. <clears throat> well, some scaling tips are obviously you can lower the weight that you're squatting with uh, way, way, way down, or you can just do air squats. Uh, you can do 15 air squats. That's no weight at all. Uh, 15 push ups, and then your cardio. Uh, and do the circuit like that. You can also do four, ro- uh, sorry, three rotations instead of five. Uh, you can also reduce the number of squats and the number of push-ups. Uh, go down to ten. Uh, ten, ten air squats, ten push-ups, and then your cardio. Four hundred, like I said, four hundred uh, meters on the treadmill, five hundred meters rowing. The reason why I'm I'm giving you like four hundred and five hundred as um, as distances is those are very common pre-programmed distances in cardio machines. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's very easy to um, select uh, the standard workout. So on a rowing machine, uh, almost all of them have when you uh, press the on button, they'll boot up and there'll be a list of different uh, options. They almost all have an option called standard list uh, of, uh, of, and you click that and you'll, They'll, they'll offer up various predetermined uh, distances to row. And the 1,000-meter uh, and the 500-meter are very common. You'll, you'll almost guaranteed find that. <clears throat> so if you select the 500-meter, uh, obviously uh, the clock and the, uh, the tracker will set itself for that distance. And the nice thing about that is when you hit, say, 500 meters, <clears throat> it just resets. So you don't have to worry about pressing anything uh, on your next rotation, like once you get around to rowing again, when you sit down at the rowing machine, everything will be zeroed out 
and ready to go. So <clears throat> you don't have to do any math in your head. You don't have to restart the rowing machine. And if you do this on a treadmill um, or uh, at the gym, a, a good exercise bike, most of them have obviously a uh, a tracker on them. So <clears throat> so they'll be able you'll be able to track your uh, track your distance. And on the treadmill or the bike, uh, I, I say 400 meters only because again that's an increment that's very common. Uh, it's a quarter mile. So if you're on a treadmill and it's got the interface that shows basically um, a track. And it shows your progress running around this uh, <clears throat> this imaginary uh, racetrack. Uh, one one uh, one lap is 400 meters. Okay. So that's easy. It's easy to uh, it's easy to visualize. So air squats, push ups, cardio. Do that three to five times. Start uh, start low impact. Don't kill yourself. You'll be surprised how uh, how tuckered out <laughs> you can get doing this. Just even a couple times. Pace yourself, and that will give you a taste of the type of workout that you'll get in CrossFit, which is a mix of uh, weights and cardio in a short amount of time. So, if that if you feel like that is you know uh, entertaining, if it's fun, if you find it kind of interesting, it's it's a slightly different workout than moving just heavy plates. Um, then you know you might want to look into CrossFit a little bit because that is basically what you're going to get. Um, every time you walk into a CrossFit gym. Interesting. So any idea how many calories you should expect to burn doing that? Um, that's a good question. I don't, uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Well, the, the, the trick with that is it's going to, it's going to change pretty significantly based on how you scale it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, with CrossFit, with a workout like that, it's basically, you can, you can do it a couple of ways. <clears throat> so once you kind of get into the, like the next level of, uh, of measurement on a workout like this, you can do it a couple of different ways. One, you can do it not for time, as they say, and for quality. So the point of it is to not stop, is to is to scale it, scale it to the point where you can do your entire workout, do whatever number of rounds you've predetermined, do them straight and with good form without stopping. So that's a not for time goal. Or you can obviously do it for time. Okay. And do it as fast as possible, and that's something that you work up to. So those are two; those are two different, uh, two different ways of going about the same workout. <clears throat> and uh, honestly, uh, I've there's only a uh, there's only a couple of specific workouts that I'm aware of in CrossFit that really track calories. And uh, a big one is the uh, using is the um, the aerodyne uh, bicycle. So <clears throat> that's a specific type of uh, stationary bike, the Aerodyne. If you guys don't know what that is, but if you've seen like a bit, if you've seen the uh, the stationary bikes that have a giant basically fan in front of them, it's a big giant wheel in a cage, and it generates a lot of air actually, <clears throat> and it's got oscillating handles. Kind of looks old school to be honest with you, but they're popular as ever. Uh, the Aerodyne bike, they uh, obviously can track or, or estimate calories burned once you put your information in them. There are workouts in CrossFit where instead of like time or distance, you have to go um, however long it takes to burn a specific number of calories. Okay. Yeah, which is is interesting. I would say uh, you know it, it's interesting. It's not my it's not personally my cup of tea, but it is it is a um, it is a way of uh, tracking progress. I guess specifically within um, a timed workout or a circuit 
like I just described. Uh, basically, it would be like like if that was like part of the circuit I described, it would be like uh, ten air squats, ten push ups, and then jump on the bike and burn fifty calories as fast as you can, and then repeat. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, um, I like that. I need to. Uh... I need to get a rowing machine or access to a rowing machine. I don't. How much? Uh, how much would a rowing machine set me back? Um, a good one. Yeah. Let me see here. Let me see here. Rowing. That's you know, something the... I don't have. I've been using. I use my Bowflex for rows. You know, I can sort of. I sure. can sort of replicate them that way. You know, I enjoy rowing because uh, I really do like rowing, just because it's uh, very. Uh, customizable, <clears throat> depending on like what kind of workout you're going for. So you can do. Um, you can go for endurance, and it's low impact. So you can go for endurance. You can go for a long distance. Uh, uh, rowing for a thousand meters at a good clip will be a, a heck of a workout. Um, and then once people get into like uh, a really good cardio um, state, uh, where they've really built up their cardio. There are really intense uh, ways to use a cardio machine, like going five hundred meters in trying trying to go five hundred meters in a minute. Uh, or less, or two minutes or less is incredibly hard and incredibly um, effective, really, over time for building up your uh, cardio and getting a, a really uh, strong heart rate up in, um, in not much time. So, looking at, uh, looking at Amazon just real quick, it looks like, you know, they're not cheap, but, uh, you know, it looks like a good rowing machine is probably going to cost you three to five hundred dollars. That's so. not that bad. Not terrible. There, you know, there are some uh, there are some pretty trustworthy uh, brands out there. Um, Life Fitness, uh, Lifespan, um, that are probably going to be pretty uh, pretty good quality for the money. But yeah, it looks like it'll set you back a few hundred bills. Uh, but yeah, not terrible. Certainly not terrible. Say, you know, a, a good stationary bike is going to cost you more than that. That's for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's a it's a good workout. I definitely <clears throat> I definitely recommend the rowing machine. The rowing machine is also one of the most underused machines in uh, in your gym. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have a gym membership, by all means, uh, I would uh, I would wholly recommend maybe at the end of your workout when you've already gotten in the stuff that you're comfortable with and good at, you've already gotten a good a good quality workout done. Uh, go over to the row machine and just. Uh, <clears throat> Just mess around with it. Just get used to the uh, the motion. It is just like rowing in a boat. You kind of teach yourself uh, after a few minutes. Your body kind of figures it out. And uh, just for, you know, not for time, not for anything, just for movement, uh, you know, just row two, three hundred meters. And, um, and once you get comfortable, maybe one day instead of uh, running on a treadmill or running on the bike, do your cardio completely on the row machine. And uh, you might find that you uh, that you like it. It's certainly a more of a full body workout than those other two. And uh, like I say, since it's so underused, <clears throat> even during the busy times at a gym, chances are you can just jump right on without waiting. So that's uh, that's that makes, definitely that a makes plus. a lot of sense. Yeah, and you don't have to grunt you know, while doing it. <laughs> no, you don't have to grunt. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to spit. Although I, I've seen. Uh, spittle become an issue on the rowing machine. Uh, you guys are doing the the lunkhead thing. Um, stay downwind of the uh, of the uh, row machine, or I say maybe upstream of the row God, machine, because yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the uh, the fluids will fly on a row, row machine with the bros. 
That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man, John, do you have anything else this week? I don't think so, Brian. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to head to my local Walgreens and see if I could get some putrid uh, Pringles flavor, and perhaps maybe I can report back on it if I if I survive the uh, the experiment. That would be interesting. Uh, I had mentioned that I was going to try the vegan protein burrito, but it's still sitting in my freezer. Haven't had a chance to try it for breakfast yet. So by next episode, I can give you a report on that. Please. Do you have any idea if that has an expiration date? I'm certain it's got one, uh, but you know it's it's only been a week and it's still frozen. So. Okay. I would hope with vegan uh, foodstuffs that they have a, a pretty a pretty quick uh, expiration date. That seems like my brain wants to think that they spoil quickly because they're better for you and more natural, right? Um, Maybe. I guess technically it's more natural. Can't tell you whether it's better for you or not. but That's true. Spoken like a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a food lawyer. Yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, I guess that's it for us this week then. Uh, so I, yes. we'll, we'll be back next week. We will. Hey, Brian. Yes. How could somebody procure a rowing machine at the, oh and at the same God, time? Oh, my God. John, that's a great idea. Support I the show. Didn't even think about that. If you go to tfradio.net slash Amazon uh, or go to our website at gettheskinny.org and click on one of our Amazon links, you can go directly to amazon.com. And buy the stuff you're already going to buy. But you know what? Amazon sends a little bit of that back to us and gives us uh, a little cut of the purchase. Uh, it doesn't cost you a cent more, but it helps us out. Um, so, yeah, definitely if, you, if you're looking for a rowing machine or a, a, you know, a 2016 BMW or something, yeah, go ahead and go to uh, gettheskinny.org. Click on one of the Amazon links and uh, shop at your heart's content. We would appreciate it. Perfect. God, you're awesome. I, I'd forgotten. Pitch perfect. Man, you're fantastic. That's, perfect pitch. Yeah, so please, 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 that would help us out a lot. So, for John, I've been Brian. We will be back next week on Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 